Hello and welcome back to the When You're Podcast, the podcast for when you're doing anything. Today we're talking about when you're watching Tropic Thunder. I what what can't I say about this movie? This movie is comedy gold. This movie is one of my favorite comedies ever. It is so hilarious. It always puts a smile on my face, and I just feel like it's it's the kind of top notch. It's the kind of top tier comedy that is missing these days. It's the kind of stuff that is it just you know that dreams are made of. I, I I'm ah. Uh, I think this whole movie is an absolute gem. I think just start just just looking at the premise of it. it. It's an excellent premise. It's looking at actors going too far in their roles. So the premise is already built to be like we know where we're going with this, and the premise is just it's leading you there from the beginning. They they start with trailers at the beginning, so they establish the characters as actors, and then they get into a little bit more in depth about what each of them are about. You know what I'm saying? And I just feel like the premise was so beautiful. It was so perfectly written. The, the script is just absolutely hilarious. I wish I was in that writer's room. I wish I was a part of that process to be in the storyboard room just trying to figure out where everything goes or like how the how, how the words are going to flow out or how the people were going to say certain things. Even though uh, maybe a little bit of it was improv on like the day of the shoot maybe or you know maybe they had like certain guidelines but i i just ah oh, that was so amazing so spoilers if you haven't watched the movie oh my goodness I, I i always forget to say that but spoilers if you haven't watched it go watch it oh my be prepared to laugh it is so funny it's so hilarious and if you laugh for too long you probably miss another joke coming later on so so you gotta you gotta stay locked in you gotta you gotta get those subtitles on so that way you don't miss anything so it's so funny so essentially these actors are filming a they're filming a war movie in Vietnam off of a, a, a guy's life. And supposedly he wrote a book. And that book is what the studio decided to make into a movie. And these actors have to play soldiers. They have to play like a platoon or whatnot. And so long story short, they're out there in the jungle and they're not getting along very well. Robert Downey Jr.'s character and Ben Stiller's char character are both... Uh, uh, they're like co-leads, you know, they're, they're side by side. They have good roles and because they work together a lot, they have a, a bunch of conflict between each other, like such as, uh, acting techniques, crying. So the, the main thing or the main, uh, part about the movie that's so, so great and what, what really holds it together is that you have to build up they build up the movie to a point where the actors believe or uh, Ben Stiller's character believes that what's going on in the in the film is real even though it's not so later on down the course of the movie it becomes a little bit more about like sort of an identity crisis but anyways the director okay so let's let's start from the beginning okay so they kind of set up all of the characters and like what movies they do or what 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 they're up to and it begins with the director is trying to film a scene and it's like and it starts off pretty good like i'm not going to lie the, the 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 film starts off pretty good but you can tell that it's kind of like it's uh they're they're being goofy goobers you know they're it's not like a 
a serious film to take to take real. So they get into like a close up with Ben Stiller's character and and uh, Robert Downey Jr. And they're supposed to continuously do the shot just to keep it going, right? So that way, when the effects come in, because they have to do this big bombing scene, because it's an action moment, but it's like a little soft moment at the beginning. And Ben Stiller's having a bunch of problems acting and dealing with Robert Downey Jr. So, So they keep on going through this whole thing, and then eventually they miss the effects and it ruins the whole thing. So it's it kind of just shows like actors behind the scenes but it's not behind the scenes it's the actual it's a, it's the actual movie that's that's the joke of it all is it's not really them it's characters of them playing actors it's just so funny it's uh it's great and it's just like kind of a a fictitious look at actors in real life and how they can like have those conflicts or kind of like how those big blockbuster movies sometimes uh they, they can sometimes be flops, you know, they can sometimes not be so great and what kind of like people are there. And it's also a real look at the absurdity of the entertainment business, which is like, you got egos. So it's like you're dealing with two actors who are like, I'm, I'm the star. And then somebody else is like, well, I'm a really trained, I'm a trained actor. I've won an Oscar. I've done all this other stuff. And then you got like the the typical comedy guy, you got like the hip hop guy, you got like a new fresh face kid who's trying to become an actor. And it's all, it's all absurd. It's all funny because it's, you, you don't know what, you know, exactly how it is, but they fit into like specific tropes that we can all kind of like understand. Oh, this person has his own movie franchise. This person has an action lead. This person's a dramatic actor. This person's, uh, you know, kind of like a hip hop, ter- you know, kind of like a, a music based at artist turned into like an actor for like a movie, you know? So they fit stuff that, that makes sense. And that's, and those are tropes that we can all understand and they equal to different characters that you wouldn't normally want together, but they fit so well in the movie and it's funny. It's hilarious. So, but Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller is, I mean, when I look at the end credits of this movie, it's just Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, Ben Stiller, Ben... I mean, this guy does it all. First of all, he's... He... Okay, okay, okay. I think the... The... I don't want to say the most important. But a really big part of the movie... Or of like getting a movie out there or like doing a movie is the producers or is the being a producer on it. And that deals with the business stuff and uh, dealing with how they're how they're going to pay for the movie, I guess. So he was the producer on that. Right. A brilliant. You know, he he got he got the job done. He did. He does his job well. So that's number one. He's a producer on it. And, you know, producers, they they have a ton of work. You know, they have to deal with a lot of moving parts and they have to deal with a lot of other other people, other producers as well. So it's it's a whole big deal in and trying to figure that out. But Ben Stiller is really he he went for this movie and he he did it he chose right. I think he definitely chose right. But anyways, he's the producer. He's also the writer. So not only did he fund the movie, he also he wrote 
It's his idea. He he came up with this. Um, obviously not with himself. He he had uh, other help from. Um, I think it was Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau also co-wrote it with him. I think he also co-produced or executive produces the movie. They they worked together a lot on this film. So he produced he produced it. He also wrote it. So he was in there in the writer's room coming up with all the jokes, the lines, figuring out like each character's place. I mean, just coming up with all of the, the dialogue and and it just it showcases his, his uh, how smart he is because comedy... That, that level of comedy is just so, it can be a big mess, but he made it so concrete. He made it so focused and so so hilarious. Like the jokes land perfectly and it, they're so funny. I tell you, this movie is, is comedy gold. So that writer's room, I, I, I can only imagine how much, how beautiful it must have been to be, to be a part of that, to, to sit down and, and work on that, you know, and that's all you know, him and, and, and his friend, but that process must have been so special. He also directs the film. So on top of, on top of heading the business, on top of writing it, he also has to film, record, and shoot everybody in the movie. And he's, dude, he's doing everything. So on top of, on top of like, you know, directing is not just being in charge of the actors or just holding the camera and saying, go. You know, that's that's part of it, but it's being in charge of every single department that you see at the end of the credits. So he has a vision for the film and he has to figure out who is going to be my delegates on each part. He has to get uh, the score. So any backups music that he wants in the film, he has to add that. If he he has to work with costuming, he has to work with special effects. He has to work with uh, set designs. He has to work with lighting. He has to work with sound. He has to work with, uh, you know, the microphones. He has to work with cameras. He has to work with, uh, not to mention the actors, the crew, you know, catering even he has to work with uh scene uh there are certain um what's it called i don't want to say environment what, what, what's the ah i forget the name of it it's like the scenic director or like the person who finds the place to shoot to lo the location you know so the the person who who finds the the places to film on location that person he has to be in charge of and he has to overlook and then on top of everything he has to, after he shoots everything, he has to be like, all right, let's let's take a look at the edit. Let's see how they edit it. Let's make sure that this fits properly or this is how we want it to go or, you know, this is the effect that we're trying to do or the thing that we're, because there's a lot of, uh, at the beginning, like I, I was saying, there was like a part where they use a helicopter and then it becomes like, I want to say a fake helicopter, but they just put like, they put Jack Black's character on like a, a wire and that I, I can only imagine, I mean, that, that must not have been difficult to fake that part, but like to get rid of that wire for when he is on it and it's like, you can see the edit of it. Yeah, that, that must have been something. So he also has to do that. And also he's an actor in the movie. So he's, he has to know his lines. Well, he, I mean, he wrote it, so I would hope he knows his lines, but he has to be out there. He has to act. So he has to be in front of the camera, but he also has to technically think behind the camera and then he has to worry about every what everybody else is doing it's like non-stop like the the man is a machine and it just ah so 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 awesome but because he's ben stiller because he's putting it 
he's backing it. It's him. He's starring in it. Like he's putting a bunch, you know, when somebody's working that hard for something that they're that passionate about, I think it's easy to get a group of people to, uh, of really talented people to back you up. And Ben Stiller has no lack of talent in this film. I mean, just an amazing cast. Just, just for starters, right? He's got Jack Black in the movie. Jack Black. All right. Uh, maybe Jack Black wasn't as like at the time wasn't as big of a draw as he is now, you know. But at the time, I think he had maybe done a few movies. I'm trying to think. Maybe he was a big draw. Maybe he was a big uh, a big draw because he's um he's right after Ben Stiller. So. It's Ben Stiller, and then it was Jack Black, and they also the dude they got Robert Downey Jr. and this was about when when Iron Man came out. So this was two thousand eight. So this movie came out, and then Iron Man came out. I don't know which one. I don't know which one came first. Um, I think maybe they were maybe they were both slotted around the summertime. So you know you could go see Iron Man in one theater. And Tropic Thunder in another theater, like double a double Robert Downey Jr. feature. Even though there was some controversy, you know, the controversy around Robert Downey Jr., uh, you know, I mean, it makes sense in the movie. It's funny. Um, I think, you know, is it wrong? Yes. Does the, does the film explain that it's wrong? Yes. So, you know... I I just you know I just think that the comedy and the way that they they fitted into the film made sense to me and I felt like the comedy just it justified it I thought I thought he did the I think he played the character well or he the, he fit the um the mold of what he was trying to do you know he was trying to he was playing an actor who takes it too seriously too far and that character does an impression or he he undergo skin pigmentation to play an African-American man. And uh, he does it, you know, because he's a method actor. And that I just felt like the premise made sense and that it fit the story and it fit the, the character that he plays, not him specifically playing the character, if that makes sense. So he's playing a character and that character plays a character, which is which is what works for me. And I thought that fit justly into the film and on uh, and they also they, they got Matthew McConaughey on this movie okay and it, it's not even like a a huge huge role but he does such a every time he's on screen he's so funny he's charismatic he's got he's got charisma to him and gosh it, it just I, I'm not gonna say that it would have been you know a completely different film without him but with him in it, dude, it just it raises the level a bit. It's just it's just really funny. It's good good use of his uh, comedic ability. I feel um, that dude, and they also got Tom Cruise. How I mean, I've never seen Tom Cruise do anything that wasn't. Uh, I mean, obviously it's an action movie and it's a comedy, and he's he's capable of both. But like to have him in an action movie, him not doing the action, just doing the comedy, is hilarious. Because usually, you know, you kind of see him running, but for his character, he's just, he's so different than what he usually plays or what he would usually be. And I found, I found that really refreshing and funny for him. And I, I also think he does a great job in his character. And he's such a, he does dance in the movie. And that's what's funny. That is hilarious. So there, there's a little action for him in there. And then obviously they got uh, Jay 
Jay Baruchel, Jay Baruchel, and Brandon T. Jackson, who are both also great. They they also play the characters very well. Jay does a uh, he's like the new young upcoming actor working with like a bunch of established and franchised and stars. And Brandon T. Jackson's playing the the hip hop turned actor deal. And he, he has some other great moments as well, especially with Robert Downey Jr., who's doing blackface. Um, and <laughs> the little, the, the moment, well, I, I, you know, let me, let me, let me just, you know, but there's a, there's a moment where they're at the campfire and he really, he reveals something that's really funny. And uh, <laughs> I, I feel, I, I thought that that was a nice, a nice point for him, a really hilarious moment for him. And, uh, yeah, I feel I feel like this cast really brought it all together. I thought they uh, so much fun, such a such a star-studded cast, and and especially at that time, you know, they did it at like a perfect time where they were all. I don't want to say they were, they they definitely weren't all at the height of their career, but they were definitely all in a in a very special spot where they could have done any other kind of a film or kind of a movie and they chose right. You know, these are one of those choices in life where it's like you chose right. You did the right thing. You made the right call. So on top of that, I just feel like the action and the effects in this movie were really great. I feel like there was a lot of moments, especially um, throughout the film when they're explosion, you know, anytime where there were explosions, there was blood, there was shooting, there was a bunch of other stuff like that. Those parts were all fantastic. They were a lot of fun. And you could tell that they played off of the stereotypical... Um, they played off of the stereotypical action movie genre. I think they did like a little nod to like one of the Mission Impossible movies, which is like an explosion happens and then it like sends them the other way off screen or something like that. It was very funny. Uh, oh, oh, dude. And... And it was also funny because we know that uh, there was a, a ton of scenes where the bomb guy played by, oh my goodness, I, I can't believe, I'm, 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 I can't, no, what's his name? What's his, Danny McBride. Danny McBride's character uh, is is kind of like the effects guy. He, he, he does all the bombs, essentially. And anytime he was on screen, he just like, he's just orgasming at the explosions, at the effects. It was so funny at the beginning. And then he just like, Anytime he was on screen, it was just very funny. Him and uh, Fourleaf, the guy who plays Fourleaf in the movie, they they did such a great job together that the chemistry between the two of them, if it didn't work out, it wouldn't be as good of a film as it was. And we we come to find out that they they bond, but like not in a friendly way, not in like a, a happy happy way. But let's get to the 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 real bad guys of this movie the flaming dragon dude these were my favorite these guys were absolutely fantastic ah dude there's nothing bad about this movie it's just you know a little controversy but a great film nonetheless the flaming dragon did such a a fun job of you know the the it's just so absurd the they're a heroine manufacturing you, you know they deal drugs they do the thing right they distribute it uh they make it there and a kid leads them you know and all of them love simple jack i i, I haven't even talked about warren depth about 
Ben Stiller's, uh, you know, <laughs> him playing Simple Jack. So, you know, just crazy stuff like that. Flaming Dragon, just good. Um, there's a moment in like, like the first half of the movie where they're trying to ambush Ben Stiller and the people and they end up like shooting at them but Ben Stiller feels like that's just effects it's not real and they, he starts like dancing around shooting his fake gun at them and uh everybody else kind of like joins in joins in on the on the action but nobody gets hit and then he throws a grenade and the bump I mean and the flaming dragon are just like oh my goodness and then when they uh kidnap Ben Stiller his character oh my goodness so funny when Ben Stiller is offered tea and he kicks the guy away. He's like, oh, snap, dude. Can we do it again? Like, I, I hope you're not mad at me. And, ah, oh, so fun. <laughs> that that guy, uh, that actor did a great job. The, there was also that fight between the little kid and Jack Black where Jack Black just tackles him. And they ram down into the ground. Oh, so great. And... All of the, again, all of the, the guns and the explosions were uh, were so funny. I just, you know, the, to the, the comedy is just, there's so many bits in this movie, I can't even explain them all. But a great bit was, uh, uh, what is it? I, I, I want to say this right. Robert Down, I think, I think, okay, okay. The character. Robert Downey Jr.'s character is speaking, I think, Mandarin or Chinese or something. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the exact, um, the exact language. But he was speaking Mandarin to try to communicate to them that Jack Black had snuck onto his rice field or his poppy field, and uh, he's saying all kinds of random words that he can remember from when he played a. I guess he, when he spoke Chinese for a for a film, and it leads him to say a, a hilarious, hilarious line from the movie was like, "Here's my mother loving farm," but he didn't say loving. You know, he says he says the other word. <clears throat> but he just keeps you know stuff like that is so funny to me. Uh, and throughout the film, we see Jack Black's character have a drug addiction, and I don't know if it's specifically heroin because they do heroin over there but it could have been i guess i guess cocaine works it all, all that matters is that he's addicted to drugs and the drugs are there at the and like the final scene because the whole time he's just trying to get that fix he starts like relapsing and he starts like going into going crazy and turning red and like doing anything he can to feed his drug addiction. And at the end, he's at the place where they manufacture and make the drugs. And he's just like, goes completely crazy. He goes, he veers off of the plan. And um, it's a, it's a great bit. You know, there's a lot of great moments with, uh, with him and his character because he tries to eat jelly beans, but then he kind of like, doesn't want anybody to know that he's addicted to drugs. So he's like hiding it. And then he's like yelling at uh, at the other actors, and he's also like very tired and hungry. And then he uh, a bat takes his uh, drugs, and then he kills the bat by tearing off its head and like sucking its blood out because it took the drugs. 
So he's trying to get the high from the blood, and it's just oh, it's so crazy. And then on also you got Al Pacino, not Al Pacino. I'm talking about Al Pacino. You get what I'm saying? Al Al Pacino is an is the actor, very famous actor from Scarface and all the other stuff. And Al Pacino is the character that Brandon T. Jackson plays. And dude, that guy is hilarious. He does so many great bits in this movie. He has so many great moments, so many great uh, line deliveries that fit so well. I mean, he he starts off the movie with his song. He's got his own drink. He's got <laughs> he's got his own energy bar. <laughs> dude, I seriously want I want <laughs> I want to eat bust a nut. That that came out, you know. I I want the energy bar is called Bust a Nut, and his energy drink is called Booty Sweat. So so he's like he pa- so he has like a whole refrigerator and like backpack full of these these drinks and snacks, and he's like giving it to his cast members, and he's like talking to them. He's like, "You want to bust a nut?" <laughs> and the guys, <laughs> and the guys like, "No thanks, dude." And then another moment is when Ben Stiller kills a panda. Oh my gosh, dude. And this was when Jack Black was doing Kung Fu Panda. So, you know, back to back, bro, is just so funny. So in that time, Tropic Thunder came out. So did Kung Fu Panda and so did Iron Man. And those started off like huge franchises for both actors. So it's just like so funny. So overall... Tropic Thunder's hilarious. Go give it a watch. And when you're watching Tropic Thunder, turn on those subtitles and just laugh. Laugh so hard. All right? And just take enjoy the movie, okay? It's so funny. There's so many great moments. And you don't want to miss anything. All right? And I'll talk to you guys all next time. Thank you.